Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffin. Hello, and welcome in to another edition of Back Shoulder Fade. And we got the we got the with the crew back together of us, you know, going into some uh, vacation, you know, some enjoyment in some cases work. Um, and we're back. The two of us are back running this pod and taking ship of this pod again. And we got the whole right, deck out. We got the World Series. We got the National Football League, college football, college basketball starting in, in about, I mean, sooner rather than later here, around a couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, so much to get into. Um, uh, a great segment that for, for those following our network uh, will love uh, coming up later. Uh, Zach, how, uh, how are you? How's it feel to be back in the, in the, in the chair, uh, back shoulder fade. Feels great, man. Back from vacation, uh, just in time for uh, a new betting season, Caleb, NBA betting season, college basketball betting season around the corner. Betting, betting season is never over. It's just a new, it's a new season after another of, exactly. of degeneracy for us. Exactly. Right in the thick okay. of NFL World Series this weekend. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. It's uh it's amazing. It's amazing. No question about it. And before we get into the deck of stuff we have for you guys, specifically some college basketball discussion, just want to give a quick shout out to our same game parlay. Uh currently, currently we are under 500, two games under 500. Uh, Zach, we got to do better. We got to do better. We got to get that. We got to get that up right now. Uh, we were doing great first couple weeks, uh, and now we are. Uh, now we're, we're on, now we're on a streak here, a bad streak. Uh, and we got Alex uh, on Michael Evans touchdown on Michael Evans touchdown. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you you shockingly you have the pick of a spread uh, in this yeah, contest, I and I want to know why. Well, when I checked this morning, you know, the line may have shifted since this morning, Caleb, but it was eight and a half, uh, plus eight and a half for the Bucks. I know the Bills usually play well coming off losses, but the Bucks are coming off a pretty tough loss of their own, Caleb, to our beloved uh, Atlanta Falcons. You and I have had some arguments about the Atlanta Falcons, uh, whether to bet on them or not to bet on them. Uh, and of course, we know. Yes. Our feelings on Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith and oh yeah the person the personnel there in place but yeah I'm I'm just uh, but you know Tampa's been frisky all year uh, and again I know the Bills are good off losses but it'd be a trap game for the Bills Caleb especially with a spread this big um, I don't I don't trust quite frankly I don't trust the Bills in this spot I, I, I don't agree. trust the Bills in this spot to cover the spread especially yeah. one to eight and a half I agree. Totally agree. Uh, I like that defense enough to keep them in it. Um, yeah, I did see some stuff about Mayfield and Godwin popping on the injury report. We'll see what comes out of that. But I mean, eight and a half, it feels like a lot, you know, and if those guys are there and, and uh, I, I like this team, I don't think the Bills defensively are as good as we're accustomed to. And I'm going to go with Dalton, uh, Dalton Kincaid over, over. Uh, I did like it at 37 and a half. It's boosted up the, it's up to 40 and a half. So somebody's seeing something that I'm not uh, in terms of that movement, uh, but I'm going to still take it. You know, I really like, you know, what he can do on this team. And I think with Knox out, the pressure's on this guy, 
the pressure's on this guy. Uh, I think he's he's going to have to come out and prove why he was drafted as high as he was and give Josh Allen a playmaker down the middle of the field and, you know, give this team something that they haven't had. I mean, I don't think Knox is a bad tight end, Zach, but, you know, you kind of know what he is. Uh, he's just kind of a nice third, fourth option. I mean, I think the Bills might be hoping for a little more Kincaid and for Cade to come out and I'm going I'm to put something on it. I'm going to put something on it at 40 and a half. And, and with that parlay, yep. we're, we're looking at some interesting odds here. We're looking at some interesting odds here because with the 40 and a half of Dalton Kincaid, the eight and a half of Tampa Bay and the plus 180 on the touchdown, it is plus 675. You put that 50% boost on it, 10 to one. You want to throw $10 down, mm. you want 100 bucks. Take it or leave it. We are tech. We are right now looking to get back on the winning side of the things. And uh, look, I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Uh, I think there's a chance we can do that. I like our three legs this week. Uh, shout out Bryce for filling in uh, to give us that fourth leg uh, last week. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it moving. Uh, next up. Man, oh man, oh man. A uh, segment that I know you've been very much looking forward to. You've been yeah, looking baby. forward to since I've been uh oh, yeah. since I've been bored. Uh in the uh, and it's uh it's and I guess I guess for Alex and myself, uh this year we're gonna do something, folks. Do something, folks, for all you running hook people out there. We're gonna we have a one year agreement, a one year agreement in play here, a one year agreement where we will have a team. Alex and I both will have a team. I am shuffling the re- the wheel for Alex. I'm setting up right now. I am setting up right now a screen. Zach is going to see this screen for further proof that I'm doing this correctly and that I'm not just well, picking some it. random team. Let me explain it to everybody, Caleb, because you know Caleb Caleb is famously gone teamless. In the NBA, he claims he just likes to watch what's going on and follow the league and the and players. I do. I do. And to people like me, that's just blasphemy because, you know, you grow up rooting for a team. For me, it's the Pacers, you know, for who else? For Devin Voss is the Pacers, Bryce Pacers, uh, JD, you know, Ryan Bucks, JD, uh, Bulls. But, <laughs> you know, you you have teams you root for your whole life and you know, Caleb and Caleb doesn't have one and we've given him shit for it uh, for basically as long as I've known him. And now tonight's tonight. Tonight's tonight, Caleb. Caleb, you know, Starts the teams come home to roost, Caleb. The teams come home to roost and you, you have to pick one. You have, have to, pick to pick one, one. here. All right. Well, We'll no matter off. what, no no respins. You you can't say I know it's a one spin deal. Say, I understand. Oh, no, I understand. Re- respin. I don't like I my, no no. If you get Charlotte, you get Charlotte. You get Charlotte. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, we are going to press start. Uh, we are going to spin it. This is Alex's team right here. This is Alex's team. For those that were watching on video, this would be funny, but we're going to have to take it through audio. Oh, and Alex Burr will be getting the New York Knickerbockers. Alex Burr will be getting the New York Knickerbockers. I mean, a playoff team for him, at least. Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess that's not the end of the world, right? I mean, you could do worse. Oh, no, you, you can do much worse than the Knicks. You can do much I actually worse think than the, the Knicks, Knicks right now. Yeah, the Knicks, I mean, they're over under. 
that was pretty nice. Uh, you know, well-coached team. Brunson, second year of Brunson. So you can do much worse than, than the Knicks. You 100% can. All right, now it's my turn here to spin the wheel. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Caleb's favorite team is, is the, the Utah, Utah Jazz. <laughs> Caleb, you you get the what are you buying a marketing jersey? A Sexton jersey? Uh, look, I I I'll say Sexton? I'll say this. I'll say this. I uh I'll say this. I mean, look, I I guess the, the team that I currently have. I need him to boost it up. I got to trust this coaching of Will Hardy. Um, I got to trust this team. I got to trust in marketing. I got to trust in, uh, you know, their young core that they got down there in Salt Lake. Maybe they get better. Maybe they get better. Maybe they're the kinks. I mean, I really wanted a team that was like in the middle of the pack. I guess the good news with Utah, Zach, is if they suck, no one's going to care. And if they win, it's a, it's a, it's kind of nice, right? It's kind of nice. I feel like I have the better team than as as opposed to like well, a great team and you bashing me because my team can't get it done in the title. Well, you know, the, uh, they were actually drafted in our over under draft kill. They're under of 35 and a half. JD took them, they did um, take them. which did. that is, you know, another well-coached team. Caleb, Will Hardy, young That's coach. Great. I think he's a pretty great coach. Um, I, you know, if we didn't have Rick Carlisle, I'd gladly take Will Hardy. Uh, but he was a big loss for Boston last year, Caleb. They really felt losing him off the bench. Um, but again, Utah's like, I don't know, middle story, middle of the pack team yeah. in the West. Like, like could be like a 10 to 12 seed. Like you can do, you can do worse play than them, I guess. So can we get the play in? Maybe a play yeah, in. they can make the play in. They can make the play in. Yeah. Yeah. But, That'd be fun. Uh, our boy John okay. Collins, Caleb. Yes. Our boy yes. John Collins. Yes. Yeah. We're big yes. John Collins guys. Always have been. Yes. Uh, still losing sleep that we picked TJ Leaf over him and OG Ananobi back in the 17 draft, but we're okay now. But no, got good good picks here. We have we have an East Coast team and a West Coast team. So that's that's we good. Do. I uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, the Utah Jazz, you know, God bless the soul. They got some players I'm not crazy on, but I'm going to have to flip the switch on them. I mean, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, God bless him. Uh, God bless him. Uh, but I'm not their biggest Taylor Horton Tucker guy. And, uh, you know, we do have some news on, on Alex. Uh, and Alex, uh, you know, he'll be talking about the New York Knicks on an upcoming Power Hour. I forgot to tease that. He'll be he'll be teasing the power hour. The power hour is coming back. And uh he'll be doing a Nick segment every single week. That's also the deal he made. He's doing a Nick segment every single week that he does a really quick podcast network. <laughs> every time he does a really quick podcast, he's gonna, we gotta do he's the jazz. gonna talk about he's gonna talk he's gonna talk about uh the New York Knicks. He's gonna have a segment on his New York Knicks, breaking down wow. their season opener. He's gonna break down their games, gonna talk about what I need to see in the Knicks. So for those that want to follow along, that'll be something fun uh, to keep our keep our eyes on. All right. Well, he's now. got the first ESPN game tonight. He does. Celtics Knicks. He does. He does. Yep. yep. He does. And then right. you have. Let's see. You I probably have don't have anybody. My Sacktown. 
Sacramento at Utah tonight. So like, you probably you probably are getting destroyed. Well, that's like my child. It's like the Kings have been my you know one of my favorites, and yeah, you know, I got to deal with you. I got to deal with you. Utah. Know I've adopted the Kings. I know, and I I, I have to kind of go against my opposition here, and uh, I uh, yeah, it's uh, not not fun. But anyway, uh, we got college basketball in uh, less than a week, Zach. Less than a week. Uh, we got a lot to discuss, at least that I want to talk about. Um, and, you know, not necessarily talking games, you know, currently right now, Zach, it's mostly just kind of, okay, what are we thinking? You know, who are some teams that we're looking out for? What are some futures that are intriguing us? What are some, you know, teams that are kind of putting ourselves in position, mostly national championship? And, you know, obviously we'll talk about uh, the season as it progresses. Uh, but currently, right now, three teams are tied for the best odds to win the national championship. Duke, Kansas, and Purdue. Duke, Kansas, and Purdue all at 11-1. to one. Uh, Michigan State, Kentucky, and Creighton follow uh, the, 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 basically the, yeah, the next six. So, um, Zach, what were you seeing what, when you're looking at what a good college basketball team might look like? watching the NCAA tournaments, following along with the sport. What, what's a team that you're like, okay, they, they have the formula. They might have the formula to get something done. Now, looking at the odds, whether it's for the, the Natty or uh, just winning the conference, which is what I found on FanDuel, Caleb, if, mm-hmm. if they're following along at home, the yeah. listeners. Um, I mean, I went right to the defending champion, UConn, and mm. they were plus 330 to win their own conference, to win the Big East. I think Creighton was the favorite, Caleb, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing with them, like, they're, they're very well coached, as we found out in the tournament last year. You know, Dan Hurley, I feel like he had some questions about him going into last season. Uh, well, all those questions got answered. Another thing I look for were just, you know, I haven't really gone in depth on the recruiting classes for this year. So I just went off my gut, went off the coaches. You and I have had long talks about this team and their coach and the respect or lack of that they get. And that is Mark Few and Gonzaga. Gonzaga. (laughs) Gonzaga, dude. I mean, you get him at eight to one to make the final four. Eight to one. That's pretty good. Eight to one. You know they're going to be there. They're going to be a top three seed uh, no matter what conference or uh, side of the bracket they're on, which quadrant they're in. Another one I had, uh, hometown pick here, Caleb, for you and me, Indiana okay. Hoosiers, 14 to one to win the Big Ten. If you want big value, there's your big value. Um, I would draw a corollary here, or I'll draw draw a comparison here. Tom Crean's second to last year at IU when they had Yogi Ferrell, uh, Thomas Bryant, and I think it was OG Ananobi. Mm-hmm. They were not projected to, they're projected to make the tournament, but they were not projected to win the Big Ten, which is exactly what they did. They won the Big Ten regular season title. They ended up beating Kentucky in the tournament, Caleb, if you remember that. Yeah. Uh, I think that was actually the last time IU won a tournament game until last year. I think is what 
I think sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. Um, So if you're looking for big value, there it is at uh, 14 to one for the Indiana Hoosiers to win the Big Ten. Uh, I also like Michigan State to win the Big Ten. I think they had like three to one. Three to one odds to win Big Ten. Yeah. Obviously not as much value there, but yeah. (laughs) Obviously Purdue's going to be tough. They're basically running it back, but uh, you missed me on those Purdue natty odds, by the way. And then you have uh, UCLA. Big value here. Big value. And this is a coach all three of us, you, me, and uh, Bryce really like. Yeah. Now they did lose one of their best guys to the draft, but yeah. we got Mick Cronin and the Bruins. Mick Cronin and the Bruins, 35-1 to 1 to win the national title. Made the Final Four a couple of years ago. Uh, made a nice run last year. I think they ended up losing to Gonzaga, Caleb. They lost to Gonzaga or UConn, one of the two. Um, but well-coached team. They're going to be well-recruited. I, I, I just really like those odds. Like I had to keep scrolling. I couldn't find them. Uh, they were all the way down there. So those are four bets I really liked. I, I liked UConn's odds to repeat as well. The obviously, obviously, the drawback with that is, and you hear it every March. Seems like, like, oh, we haven't had a repeat champion since oh six oh seven. So that that is obviously going to be the drawback to betting on that. But great value nonetheless. If you think that has a chance to happen, but doesn't it feel like Zach? Doesn't it feel like we're at some point, we're probably due for a repeat national champion. Well, it's been 16 years since Florida did it. Um, and obviously, they had some, you know, they had three NBA players on their team. Sure. One guy is still playing. Al Horford's still playing. Uh, and they had a guy who's an NBA coach now, right? Yeah. Billy Donovan's an NBA coach. Now, yeah. So obviously, you're not going to get, probably not going to get a team like that mm-hmm. if that's what it takes to repeat. But We've had some close calls. We've had some close calls on repeat champions. Agreed. Um, so it does feel like we're due. Maybe we'll get it this decade, Caleb. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we've at least had teams make the final four in back-to-back years, which, I mean, that's... Correct. I mean, I think we've, we've had Kentucky... I think we had Louisville make the final four and then win the title the next year. I think that's what happened. Uh, so we've had things like that happen before, which that's pretty close to going back to back. But yeah, it, feel, it does feel like we're due to your point. So if you like the big odds, like I do, if you're looking for the big money odds uh, with teams you like, UConn to repeat, you might want to lay some on that. I, I don't remember what the exact odds were, Caleb. Do you have that? 22 UConn to 1. To repeat? 22 to 1. 22, 22 to 1. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. 22, 22 to 1. Yeah. I mean, that's not, I mean, look, they're definitely losing some talent, but I mean, Hurley's a great coach and, and Donovan Klingon is, is going to be one of the best players in the country. And I, I'm excited to see what this new UConn style, I mean, they, they really got out a strong recruiting class, um, fifth uh, in the nation uh, this coming season, two five stars and then four four stars and then a stud transfer cam spencer from Rutgers. so yeah they're definitely reloading and a team i wouldn't want to mess around with um first bet of 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 my um of my card here zach in terms of what i'm looking at for college basketball i have not put anything down i have not put anything down i'll be transparent on that i have not just been looking at the board trying to prepare for the pod uh but look i i uh no chance that kitty repeats no chance i don't think so either no chance. I think I, I, so I just either. don't believe it. 
I mean, you, you're, yeah. I just don't think it's, I just think you can have voter fatigue. And I think that more times than not, Zach, I, I just don't believe what, what is, okay. What is Zach Eady going to do? Well, that is better him, than what he did last year. Right. For Then that's the thing for him to repeat as the national player of the year. He's going to have to add something to his game that wasn't there last year, which everyone was begging him to do in the tournament. And that's why they lost uh, to Fairleigh Dickinson in round one is because he really only had one move. And Painter, quite frankly, got out coached that game. Caleb. I think we watched yeah, it. I'd agree. He got out coached. Yeah. And then whatever that guy's name was, I've already forgotten, ran off to Iona. And now he has another job. So that's going to have to happen for him to repeat. And Purdue's going to have to be just as good, if not better, than they were last year. Like they're going to be have to hovering around the top one to three in the rankings like all season. And they can't have bad. Lo- I think they lost. They had a couple bad losses in conference last year. Um, I think one of them, who'd they lose to? Rutgers that caused them to lose to the top spot. They, so Purdue's. But Purdue. you're gonna have to replicate that team success, and you're also gonna have to. He's gonna have to like vault himself into. Okay, I might take this guy. Agreed. In the draft, like he's gonna have to be that good, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's in his game. Which is fine. It's it fine, fine if it's not. It's fine. I, mean, I agree. I agree. But I agree. That's just a tall task to repeat as national player of the year. You know, and I'll say this about. Purdue. This year, Purdue really stepped up in the non-con. They're playing Arkansas. You know, that'll be a, an interesting little battle here. Uh, that game will actually be on uh, Saturday. Uh, United Way charity game, believe it or not. <laughs> we got uh, Xavier on the schedule. Uh, we got Gonzaga, Jim Maui. We got the Hall of Fame Toronto series where they play Alabama. So Edie going to his home, you know, basically his home country. Arizona and Indianapolis. Um, I mean, they, they've got some games in the non-con for sure. And you know, I'll be honest, Zach, here's my pushback with Purdue. Here's my pushback. I mean, I understand what people said about Virginia, for example, Virginia doing the similar thing, Virginia going on to repeat. Purdue was not a team anyone from 100 miles away thought would win the national championship. No. So now, yeah. in fact, so people in were even saying before they were the unexpected. Dickinson game that it was a bad matchup. Right. And they were unexpectedly, they were unexpectedly winning, beating teams people weren't expecting them to beat. Right. Putting themselves in positions where they were kind of the team no one expected. Well, breaking news. You're a team people expect to be good. What are you going to do about it? No one's going to cite, no one's going to cite you down in the non-con. You know, like you did in the Phil Knight Invitational. No one's going to do that. I think that matters. And I just, I can't get behind Zach Eady at, at National Player of the Year. The couple Player no. of the Years that I really like, um, I like Marquette a lot. I think they're yeah. very experienced uh, in terms of making a tournament run. I know Shaka's Ranked not the greatest NCAA tournament raised, you know, resume. I think his uh, tournament resume is overrated as hell. Uh, but Tyler Kolick at 20 and 25 to 1. I mean, I, I, I look, I yeah, well, Caleb won Final Four twelve years ago is not doing no. I mean, it, it, that's what I mean. He's been a solid coach. I mean, he got him <laughs> last year. I like him a lot. I like him. I'm just saying it's overrated. His resume is overrated when you're hey, talking to the casual fans. It's it's not. It's not. But he's what done good you, at Marquette. 
Yes, yes, yes. It's a great environment and it's a great fit for him. I, I like him as a coach. I'm just saying the tournament resume, let's calm it down. Tyler Kolek might be the opportunity for them to do that at 25 to one. I think he is the type of guard. I like a guard this year. I understand the bigs have been all over the place. The bigs have pretty much been dominating this award over the last couple of years, but I, I'm not, I'm not willing to sit here and say a big man's going to take this over. And I think in this, here's my other argument Zach, to, behind a uh, non big man. So the top five picks, the top five picks, the top five best odds to win the Wooden Award are big guys. What do we always say, college? What do we always say you need in the NCAA tournament? Guard play. Guard play. Guard play. Judy. So vote like it. Vote like it. If we think that yeah. it matters the most, then vote like it. And I think yep. for my personal opinion, Tyler Kolek has the ability to be the best guard in the country, and you are getting him at 25 to 1. And I, I'm going to live with that. That's probably one of my favorites. Another guy that I really like, I, I just, I think they're bringing a lot back, you know, and I liked them a lot last year. I, I just wonder what Roddy Terry will do in a full season. Um, I like Dylan Mitchell a lot. I think he's really a nice player, could come along smoothly for this team. Five-star prospect. He He's kind of, he's a player I've been telling Alex about for a while. Switchable big man who can, who can really make a lot of plays. He's athletic as all get out. And, you know, I like him at six. I just like him as a player tremendously at 60 to one. And, and it'll be interesting to kind of see what they might do under him. But if they do very well, if they, if they get top five, top 10, that would be an interesting play. Or even Max Amos, who's at 25 to one from, um, from Oral Roberts, uh, he transferred uh, to Texas, uh, who, who could be a nice piece for them. I looked at Texas big 12 odds as well. Um, yeah, you and I both liked our coach who took over for Beard last year. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Um, and I like my guy Tang with K State, but I, the odds were just the Big Twelve is too good. I couldn't, I couldn't pick them to win the conference. They, they lost a lot of guys too, so I, I couldn't do that. What do you think of Baylor? What do you think of speaking of Big Twelve? The one I kind of yeah. thought was shocking. I wouldn't have handicapped. Um, I, I, Kansas is insane, so I, I'm just going to be very clear. I'm not betting this, okay? Because I think Kansas is that good. Kansas yeah, might be are, insane, yeah. but I, I mean, but I did. I was a little shocked to see a team with the resume of Baylor over the last couple of years and the success that they've had over the last couple of years. Seeing that Baylor team at plus eight fifty was just an interesting thing for me when I was We're below Houston spot. Yeah, below Houston uh, by a significant amount. Um, that's interesting. Which what has Houston done in the tournament? What has Houston done in the tournament? My thing with my thing with Houston has been, you know, look, they they're competitive. They figure out ways to get there, but then it feels like they just can't go to the level that they want to get to. I mean, they're you know, they've had no, you know, they've had six Final Fours. I get that, but a regional semifinal, regional final. NCAA tournament semifinal. I mean, I, I don't know. This is a big year for Samson. I mean, they went out, they got LJ Cryer from Baylor, uh, who I think could be a go-to guy for them. But it's it's going to be a different type of team, I think, than what people are used to. No Jarris Walker uh, this year, who I thought was nope. incredibly important for them in terms of their versatility. 
and giving them a guy who could simply create his shot. Uh, but they're going to try to build this team very similar to what they have over the last couple of years. Load it up with guard play, be physical and rebound. But, you know, in the Big 12 conference, in a new conference, they might get humbled. They yeah, get humbled. I mean, they've had some deep runs in the tournament. Uh, you know, I said, what have they done in the tournament? But they've actually had some deep runs. I think they made a Final Four once a couple of years ago. Um, but last year, like that felt like the team last year. I agree. It felt like the team I last agree. year. Like, I agree. And they had an opportunity to do it because I agree. I think, uh, was it them in Alabama that got bounced like the same night? Yeah, we watched them. Yeah. You and I both did. Yeah. You and I sat, yeah. you and I were uh, <laughs> in person together. But was- so they had a chance if they had just beaten, who are they playing? FAU? I don't remember. I can't remember who they were playing. I want to say but, Houston played. I want to say, I'm going to look it up, but go ahead and keep it going. Regardless, like that, they had a chance last year to do it uh, in the two years previous, and they just didn't. Uh, I thought last year was the best team of the three in these past few Samson years. Caleb, you realize this is year 10 for Samson at Houston? Year 10. Well, year 10. You know, maybe, maybe he. Uh, Maybe he can manage his phone a little better. Maybe he uh, he can manage his phone, his phone calls, and figure out his way to get his team to a national championship. Last this, year's this team, is his I first time in insane. a big conference. It was insane. I mean, I uh, lost to Miami last year. Lost to Miami. Lost to Miami. Oh, okay. Yes, that's right. That's right. We were jumping shouldn't from have lost to Miami. Down. Shouldn't have lost to Miami though. Shouldn't no, they shouldn't have. But uh, Caleb. Last time yeah. Samson was in a major conference, 2008, with IU. So he's been out of the he's been out of the big game for a while. So we'll see. I agree. See I how agree. Done. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to to criticize that, not criticize, but just keep that in mind. I mean, nothing um, against the American conference, but like, sure, it's not the same. The American conference. Yeah, it's it's not the it, same. I mean, it's I, not the Big Twelve. You're not you're not playing same. Kansas and Baylor and. And, and and Texas, you know, agreed. Um, for me, Zach, a couple teams are kind of sticking out in terms of okay, national championship when their game is on, when they're at their best. What do they look like? And I'll be honest, you might get a little more value on this team later in the year because I think the SEC is a pretty good conference. But there is not a lot of coaches I'm going to trust more than Eric Musselman, man. Yeah. There just aren't. I like him too. Like and him I too. think, I think, I think this is a team that just wins in March and, you know, they put together. You've always been a big Musselman guy. You like I have. Him. I have. I mean, but look, I mean, the, the, the I mean, what's, former what's wrong Kings with coach. It? The numbers have backed it up. Former Kings coach, Caleb. Did you know I, that? Yeah. yeah former I, Sacramento Kings coach. Yeah. I mean, the numbers have backed it up. The numbers have backed it up. And they've loaded it in the transfer portal again. They went out and they got a couple four stars to go along with their class. Look, the issue with them is going to be shooting. That's always been the killer. But if they can get something out of their guards, just something even slightly respectable, they're going to have a chance. I mean, this guy knows how to use his personnel as good as anybody in college basketball. He just knows how to mix and match his personnel. He knows. When guys are going to click, you know, he beat Kansas. He knocked out Kansas last year. You know, yeah, he did. 
I, 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 he's a guy I'm willing to bet on in March. He's a guy that I'm willing to bet on March. He's a guy that I'm willing to bet on when it comes to a big game and I have to win it. He is that type of guy. Uh, and I'm, I'm a late and I'm, I'm a, I mean, 30 to one. That's, that's intriguing. Um, another one I like, Zach, a team that I think, you know, in terms of talent has always stuck around. The problem for them has always been they haven't been able to get over the upset alert. I haven't been able to get over the upset alert. I'm going to go with the Arizona Wildcats and the Tommy Lloyd. Look, they go out, they get a nice, yeah, they, they get a nice, they get a nice class. They get a nice class. They're always great with, you know, international prospects. They have three coming in. KJ Lewis, a player they've been high on. They got committed there for years. They bring in. They get three legitimate impact transfers. Kashad Johnson from San Diego State, all out hustler. You know, maybe not a name that you're like that the national consensus is familiar with, Zach, but like if I showed you a picture of him, you're like, yeah, I know who that guy was. He was making every hustle play on the floor for this team last year in San Diego State. Jaden Bradley, five star kid out of uh, Alabama, played for Alabama last year, transferred over to Arizona. The one wild card in this whole thing is Caleb Love. Caleb Love is, you know, not a player that I'm necessarily falling in love with, but he has NCAA tournament experience. I like, I just, I like Lloyd as a coach. And, you know, I'll be honest, Zach, I kind of think this Pac 12, Pac 12 is kind of interesting to me because a lot of these teams, Zach, are built, are, and it's why I like your UCLA pick. They're hype based. They're hype based. I mean, you, let's look at let's look at USC right now. Plus four ten. What's USC been doing in the NCAA tournament? Bronny James in a key role. They got a nice recruiting class, but like, what am I yeah. supposed to think about this USC team? My backing Andy Enfeld over a Tommy Lloyd right now? Probably not. Probably not. Do I like Colorado? Colorado has a nice recruiting class, but Colorado, what have you been doing for me lately? Boyle's a good coach, okay, but they haven't really done anything since Jabari Walker. Right. I mean, come on, Zach. I mean, come on. I like the experience well, of these teams in, in, in Arizona and UCLA. And I don't think this hype drain for these teams are going to just overtake all of that. No. And if you're going off the coaching logic, like you said, if you go down to the 40 to ones, 45 to one odds, I mean, you got Larry Nega was in the final four last year. Scott hmm. Drew won the title a couple of years ago. Bruce Pearl was in the final four a few years ago. Like, <laughs> Jerome Tang at fifty to one, like that's There's coaches we, we talk in about that, that in the tournament too, Caleb. Like, yep. you know, you're talking about Musselman. Like, you want you want you have to have a good coach to to win the title. I mean, you just you, you have to you have, to have I mean, a great coach. Just, you have to have a great you, coach. You, you have to have a great coach. I mean, there's a couple times some sneak through the cracks. You know, you said Shaka Smart, like. Got made a final four once. Great, great achievement. Great achievement, great achievement, but hasn't been able to replicate it. Agreed. You know, but you just wonder, like, should like I go back to Purdue? Like, should Purdue be that high? Should Purdue be that high, or is Vegas just saying that was a fluke, fluke loss, and that they were better than that? Like, I, I mean, I, I do don't think I, I don't know, and Kentucky I, too. Like, Kentucky. Kentucky had a better team than Kansas State, I thought. I you know, agree. they still had Oscar. Like, how- yeah. they, I think they should I have probably, know. from a talent perspective, beaten Kansas State. They just didn't have the experience 
Kentucky's problem, Kentucky's problem is, you know, they're going back to the old Calipari theory of they're loading up on freshmen. They're loading up on freshmen. They're not going into the portal as much. Hasn't worked Um, in 12 years. I mean, I would argue the one time it did, Zach, it was the freshman. And they went out. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It hasn't worked in 12 years. It was the one time. Yeah. And you know, they, they're, based, they're relying on 10 new players, 10 enrolled new players, and one transfer. The transfer is one of the best transfers in the country in Trey Mitchell. But they're definitely relying on a lot of freshmen to make plays. And those freshmen are great. Justin Edwards could be an NBA-level guy. Aaron Bradshaw, he gets healthy, is an NBA-level guy. DJ Wagner was the number one player for a lot of this class. He's going to be a player that that they're going to use and that they're going to try to get the ball. And, you know, they've got Reed Shepard, who's a nice player, Joey Hart, an Indiana kid, a guy that's going to look to spray threes for this team. I mean, look. That's right. Calipari, Calipari's under the gun. Calipari's under the gun. He's been saying this. It's funny. It's funny because, Zach, he's showing his cards. He's showing his cards. He's showing his cards in this Kentucky-Indiana negotiation. He's showing his cards because he didn't want his team to go to assembly. He didn't want his team to go to assembly. He only wanted him to go to Lucas. He only wanted him to go to a neutral site. You know, and look, I, I don't think that Indiana had the leverage in that situation. But you don't make deals like that unless you're ready to get out. Unless you feel like wow. your job security is on the line. Well, what do you think? And I'll be honest, like, if Kentucky goes and slips again, you have to consider it. You have to consider it. You have to consider it. Calipari go. Yes. He's on a lifetime deal, I thought. That doesn't mean you can't fire him. Doesn't mean you can't be a bad look, though. Be a bad look. I agree it's a bad look, but what's Calipari done over the last 12 years? Well, the Kentucky don't have a lot of patience. They don't sure they they have a lot of patience. And they shouldn't. Look at all the talent. For a new guy, for a new guy coming in. For a new guy, well, you and I have talked. I think Calipari's overrated as hell. I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think he should have at least three titles. Um, I think he actually had better teams after the Anthony Davis team that should have won the title. Better teams than that one. I felt. I, I honestly felt that way. I thought the Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns team, team was, was better. a great team. Yeah. Um, I thought the De'Aaron Fox Malik Monk team was very good. Obviously, the first team he had, the John Wall and. Mark's that great team, team. That might have been better. That, that might have been better. Team. Yes. Great team. And it's just funny. Great like team. He gets... The case for him as a coach would be like, well, he may, he got to the... They lost the UConn in the national championship that one year to with Julius Randle as the best player. And that's the case for him as a good coach. But then you come back with a recruiting class after the Anthony Davis year and you don't even... You lose in the first round of the NIT. Like, what? What the hell? And that, And then... You know, last year losing to K State. Like I know K State probably had the best player in the game with Noel, but you had no. The you got to finish national that. Player of the year. No, no, you got to finish that. Kentucky. You, Kentucky, you, you had the reigning national that. player of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He grabbed what? How many rebounds did he get? He grabbed like forty boards that game. Yeah, we insane. couldn't believe it. Yeah, he, he was man. He was manhandling guys down in the paint and. Pacer. I mean, I get what you're saying that he's on a clock, but. I'm saying the patience for the next guy is not going to be very high because that's just how Kentucky, Kentucky fans you, are used you, to. All right, we're going to make deep runs. 
Uh, we're going to flirt with Elite Eight, Final Four. By the way, they haven't made a Final Four since uh, 2015, I don't think. I think that was the last time they made Final Four. Yeah. Um, which was that Cat and Booker team. And who else is on that team? Tyus Jones. Tyler Ulis. No, Tyus Jones. They had Tyler Ulis. Tyler Ulis, yeah, Tyler Ulis. Yep. Harrison Twins, they were on yep. that team. Yep. Uh, yep. Willie Colley Stein, I think. Like, that was a, like, God, that was a loaded team. Loaded. <laughs> How do you they know, didn't, they didn't get there. They didn't get there. Frank the Tank. They didn't get there. Frank the yeah. Tank, Nigel the Hayes, tank. Sam Decker. Took him down. But yep, they did. I get what you're saying. He's on the clock. I think he should be on the clock, but I just don't think he won't be because of the lifetime deal. I don't think Kentucky wants to risk, you know, they should. going through a transitional phase with another coach. Like, kind of like what Duke's doing right now. No. Shire's done pretty well, but it's only been one year. Well. He has done very I well. Just, I mean, their their talent is all good out down there in, in Durham. Yeah, they're legitimate they are, down there in Durham. So we'll no, see. Uh, that's a knock on Calipari, though, for he shut down. It's a soft look. He he shut down the IU uh rivalry game basically as soon as IU got their program back on its feet. So that was a weak look for him. Now they're finally getting it back in I just, I get what you're saying. They should be on. I agree. He should be on a clock, but just don't think he won't be. 38 and one. That 2014, 2015 team. Yeah. The one loss was Wisconsin. They were undefeated. 38 and one with. Yeah. How do you know? How do you not win? With nine NBA players. (laughs) Nine guys who made the NBA. Nine guys. How many Wisconsin have? Two. Probably two. Decker and Kaminsky? Probably two. I just looked up. Maybe Hayes? I don't think Hayes played in the NBA. I, I would say that the team, I, there were a couple teams that I always thought were really good. And obviously that Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker team was about as good as, as you could have gotten. Uh, they, were, they were legitimate. And I agree with you a thousand percent on the John Wall, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, DeAndre Liggins, Patrick Patterson people. That team, one thousand percent, should have yeah. made a national championship. What are you doing, that team, man? that team was ridiculous. That team was John Wall and Demarcus Cousins are two of the best freshmen I have ever seen. They would have got an SEC regular season championship. That's a bad look for the for the Wildcats. It just is. It's a bad look for the Wildcats. And even the Fox, and I, I think they're the Fox and the Monk team, dude. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Kentucky's a look. Look, Kentucky's a fun team. I will say this. I will say this about Kentucky. When when you see like when you can get Kentucky at, at good value, they're fun. They're fun to back. But right now, they are totally, totally overpriced. Uh, I I just wouldn't even mess with it uh, when it comes to the Wildcats. But look, a couple other teams I want to get to. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't like betting favorites. You know that. I don't like betting favorites because what's the point? There's one right. favorite I really like okay. a lot. The Michigan State Spartans. Yeah. This is you my best like team it. in college basketball. Oh, wow. All right. This is my this is my number one team. Why? This is my number one team. Uh, I they got everything I want. They got experience. They got talent. They got NBA talent. They got a legitimate freshman class. They have one of the best coaches in March. This team has been able to have so much success going deep 
in the NCAA tournament, all of those guards have been all used to winning big games in the NCAA tournament. And I just feel like this team is coming together for one purpose. And it's to win the national championship. And their recruiting class said that as well. I mean, this is a team, Zach, that's just, they are, they are, so, oh my gosh. I mean, Tom Izzo, like, how do you not want to back Tom Izzo in March? That's number one, right? I mean, when he's My in favorite March, thing to do. He, he's, uh, he's always a guy that is incredible to back. You know, he just knows what he's doing. He can make the right plays. He, he can set yourself up to be an awesome player. And, and this team is just full of talent. I mean, I'm looking through this roster. A.J. Hogard, uh, Tyson Walker. They get Jeremy, they get Jeremy Fears, Jackson Kohler in his sophomore year. Matty Sielsko, Malik Call, Xavier Booker, Cohen Carr. Like this team is so, so deep and so good. I, and they didn't going into the season, going into the season, year. going into the season, this is the best Michigan State team I can remember. Wow. I mean, that, dude, they're, they're damn good. I mean, when Gary, the Harris team was that good, I loved was really the good teams as well. I loved the Triple J. Miles Bridges X Tillman team from yeah, a talent a perspective, but they, they didn't have this elite level guard play that they do right now. This is elite level guard play. Like if you want a favorite, I genuinely think 15 to one stealing money. Like I, I, I don't like, I don't like playing favorites and you know that, you know, I hate that, but I think 15 to one is eight. I think they're that good. I think Michigan State's that good. And, you know, look, if you're like, if you're like me, you're like, okay, they're going to be great. Okay, awesome. But if they're like somewhat not that great, say they're like a three or a four seed, I don't care. I don't care because <laughs> it tells you that they have talent and I have one of the best coaches in March. I mean, it yeah, just I mean, speaks like a said, lot down they, good they are. They shouldn't have made the Sweet 16 last year. Uh, I think no. they came in a tournament with 12 losses, Caleb. Yes. Like, they were not. Not a great Michigan State team by by Izzo standards, and this is a very deep team, like you said, very deep. It's my favorite thing to do is betting on Tom Izzo in March because you're never going to feel bad about it. You're, ne- you're never going to feel you're never going to feel bad about it. <laughs> you're never going to feel bad about it. I mean, thinking about the great Michigan State teams, like I think about the Gary Harris one. I forget who else was on that team. That was a, I think Denzel it's a Valentine. Very good team. The Gary Harris team that, was very good. Yeah, that that was a good team. That was back yeah. when the Big Ten was. Man, the Big Ten was like eight teams deep back then. But yeah, um, yeah, that I I love them too. I can't believe I didn't mention them, but I thought it just goes without saying. I'm love Michigan State. Love them. I think I had a bet on them actually last year to make the Final Four. Once they started winning those games in the early rounds, so I'll definitely have one on this year. Yeah, we'll see how uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, but those are just it's just a little bit of uh, college basketball uh, for us. Uh, and then Zach, I want to get into NFL playoff futures. And I asked you, I said, please don't look oh, at yeah, any of these futures. I said, please don't look not. at any of these futures because I just want to mention. I just want to mention some some futures and I just want and just kind of like a hey are they that good or are they is it worth the is it worth the bet is it worth the straight ticket etc cetera, etc cetera. next Get up it. 
Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers to make the yeah. playoffs. Plus 106. Do you like out of this? These last we did talk to you last week. We haven't seen gotten your NFL picks in a while. Plus one hundred six on the Steelers team, Zach. You liked them in the offseason. We liked them in the offseason. Tomlin, elite coach. Is this a playoff team? It is a playoff team, but I'm not. They don't look like I, like I know they beat the Rams this weekend. Right. And they beat the Ravens. Like they piece together these wins in the classic Tomlin. Fa- like whenever Tomlin doesn't have an offense, which has basically been since Ben Roethlisberger retired and maybe yeah. even a couple years before then, yeah. like they just, they make you play their style. And it's uh, yeah. gotta be so frustrating to watch if you're not a Steelers fan. Because you're just like, God, I know know we're better than these guys. I know we can outscore them, but they just grind and make this game grimy and nasty. Cold weather games, you never want to bet against them either. Uh, I got Mike Tomlin as the third best coach in the league behind only McVay and Andy Reid. I got got Reid one, McVay two. Then I got Tomlin three, but yeah, they're a playoff team, dude. I, I know they don't look like one. Offensively, definitely. But Pickens is starting to play well. They're getting Jalen Warren more touches, which I like. I think he should have been getting more touches. Um, that could be a way to get the run game going. I don't think Najee sucks like a lot of people. Um, he definitely hasn't been what we had in his rookie year, where I think he ran for like 1,200 yards and a few touchdowns. But this offensive line needs some work as well. Obviously, we know about the play calling, but we got Pickens coming on in a big way, Caleb. Deontay Johnson back for this team. And Kenny Pickett, he just makes plays. Like he he makes he makes plays when he has to make a play. Most of the game he'll look like shit. And he'll miss a throw and you're like, I'm not sure about Kenny Pickett. Was he a first round pick just because that draft sucked for quarterbacks? Or was he a first round pick because he was worth it? Mm-hmm. And then, like, near the end of the game, he makes a play to win it like he did in that Ravens game. And you're like, okay, I'm back in on Kenny Pickett. So, I don't know. Like, you know the Steelers are going to have a winning record. The way the AFC is going this year, you have teams like the Chargers disappointing, uh, Caleb. You have teams like the Broncos disappointing, who a lot of people had in the preseason as a possible Mm -hmm. playoff team. Um, Obviously, the Bengals have put together a few wins in a row, but they're still 500. Like, I think they're a playoff team. They they were almost a playoff team last year. Uh, they were a playoff team the year before with very similarly built teams with good defense, barely any semblance of an offense. But I think the offense is going to do just enough. Like I said, with Pickens coming on and Warren coming on, like, I feel like, I feel like they're just going to get the 10 wins somehow. Oh, they're I'm in. Four. I'm in. I'm in. I, here's yeah, like you said, four and two, four and two. Let's play the hypothetical of nine and eight, five and six. I just don't I mean, see I, that. I, I just don't see wins. five and six. I mapped out ten wins for them in the preseason. Uh, yeah, I still think ten wins is in play. I do too. Um, yeah. but 
Like I said, look dude, at it some of these matter. games. It really doesn't matter who they play. Like I know they got blown out by San Francisco right. in the yeah. beginning of the season, but like San Francisco is like one of the top three teams in the league. Yeah. So that's not necessarily a bad team to get blown out by. I just I don't know. If you're if you're if you can get the Steelers to make the playoffs at plus money, I'll do it. I'll do you it. Still right would now. do it. All right. I yeah, I would I would do it. Next up, I'm gonna give you a choice. I'm going to give you a choice. Actually, not a choice. I'm going to have you rank them. One being your favorite. I'll rank them. Third being your least favorite in terms of what you're seeing from an odds perspective. Okay. Okay. Atlanta Falcons. Playoffs. Yes is minus 170. No is plus 144. Close to about 150. Plus 150. I'm not making the playoffs. What's the no? Uh, no to make the no to make the playoffs is plus one forty four. No to make the playoffs is plus one forty four. Okay. The next team I have on the list, the Los Angeles Rams. No, at minus two forty five, but plus one ninety four to make the playoffs. Okay. And then the next one I have for you uh, is a team that. I'm very curious to get your intel on the Buffalo Bills minus 215 to make the playoffs, but not to make the playoffs at plus 172. Wow. What do you think? What do you like? What do you like? I mean, just, you don't have to pick like the yes. You don't have to. I mean, if you're whatever, if you're confident this team's going to still make the playoffs, whatever, pick it. But. Knowing how you are in Atlanta, I thought that plus 144 would catch you. Because I just think, you, you know, because none of us trust Ritter. And I don't, I don't trust Ritter. I don't, I don't trust Ritter. I mean, I think they're competitive, but I don't trust him. Oh, hell no. No, I, I would. No. No, I, w- I wouldn't trust him uh, to feed my dog. You know, like, I, I wouldn't trust him to do anything. Anything. But if I can get the... If I can get them to miss the playoffs at plus money, Caleb, I'm going to do that, especially when you have stunts like... I think I, uh, I, think I would consider that, too. When you have stunts like, uh, you know, not mentioning B. John Robinson on your injury report, and that, like right. stuff like that can right. happen again. Right. Like, right. Is he, are you going to make Matt Collins number one receiver one week, and then... right. We don't see Drake London for two weeks. Like now, you're deciding to use Kyle Pitts, and when are you going to go back to Johnny Smith? Or when are you, when are you going to start making right. place for Cordero Patterson? Like what? I don't know, know what's coming. coming through Arthur's mind, which is really frustrating when you have the the weapons that they do. So if I can get him at plus Agreed. money to miss the playoffs, I'll absolutely do it. Which was a little higher. Which was a little higher, maybe Fair closer enough. two to one, but still, I'll take that. Stake that almost one and a half to uh, uh, plus almost plus 150 to miss. So I'll do that. The only wild card there is the division because it's such a shitty division. I was going to ask you. Um, so the odds on the division. So I guess the, the the playoffs for that division, it's it's if the, if you think the Saints are going to win the division, you make the playoffs, it's minus 106. But if you think Tampa is the best team in the division, it's plus 150 for them to make the playoffs. Do you like the value on Tampa? 
Do you think do you think Mayfield and Foles can get to the division title? Because that's what you're betting on, Zach. That's what you're betting on. That is what you're betting on. The playoffs are security. That's security. At the end of the day, that that's my that's gonna be my argument when looking at divisional odds, which we haven't thought we haven't done that a ton. But like when you're looking at the NFC South, you really want to put even money on the Falcons to win the division? Really? I don't think that's really worth it for them right now. The Saints, I don't no. think at plus 175, the salad at plus 175, don't thank you. No, the way cars play. The, the no. Bucks at plus 380? I mean, I don't love that value. Like, I'd rather just get the playoff spot and recognize that if they might not be as good as I think, they might have a chance to make a wild card spot. That's what intrigued me about that's what intrigued me about Atlanta missing the playoffs. I thought that was where the value was because of Ritter just being so MIA. Yeah, that that is where the value is. It's the Ritter factor. Um the thing with Tampa is there's still I mean, Baker's maybe eat it up at this point in the season, but there's still that chance with him that he just falls off a cliff midseason like there's there's still there's still that chance kill that's that's what you get into with the baker mayfield business just ask i agree i ask agree the, ask the panthers ask the uh-huh. panthers last year ask Devin Voss. but speaking of which let's look at one of the bets you said of one of baker's former teams yeah. the la rams uh absolutely hammer that yes to make the playoffs really you get yeah really Hell yeah almost plus 200 yeah this team's <laughs> making the playoffs i'll book that right now they're making it. Wow. Wow. You They're like it. it. It's easy. Wow. It's easy. Wow. It's easy. It's easy for me because, you know, you text me the other day. Uh, give me your seven playoff teams in the NFC. And I had, uh, you know, the two big dogs, Eagles, Niners. And then I still think the Cowboys are going to make it. Uh, Lions are going to make it. Whatever godforsaken team wins the NFC South. And then you have Seattle. So what is that? Six right there? That's six, six teams? That's six. So yeah, I think it's the Rams. I think the Rams are the seventh, so you're seventh team. right now. Yeah, they're my seventh right now. They're my seventh I, right I like it a lot. I st- I, they got, I, I'm staring I mean, at it. This, through this season, this season alone, yeah. you got like a top top five wide receiver duo on this team with Cup and 100%. Nakua? Yep. Stafford's yes. been better than any of us could have thought after Agreed. his injury. And the defense, uh, you know, I know they give up 24 points to that ass, ass Steelers offense, but <laughs> like they've kept them in games. Like they, they kept they kept uh they kept the Rams in the Colts game, I thought, with yeah. Aaron Donald wreaking havoc on Richardson basically all that game. So he still has that ability. Secondary is just a massive question for me. Um, I think Pickens had a big day against them on uh, the past Sunday, but I mean, if I can get Sean McVay and Cooper Cup, I mean, this team's—I know it's a wildly different team than the one that won the Super Bowl, but they're only two years removed from that. Not even two years removed from that. So if I can get them at plus money, almost almost two to one to make the playoffs. I'm going to do that. I got him as my seventh team in the NFC. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, just a couple interesting ones. 
Uh, Zach, you got any uh, any other plays uh, you'd like to mention? NFL plays? Uh, Not just I anything. Oh, anything. Well, how about this, Caleb, for tonight? Uh, I actually placed this myself. It's the Bill Simmons odds boost on FanDuel. Uh, plus 200. I believe it was minus 125. If you activate the odds boost, it goes up to plus 200. You got yeah. Victor Wimbanyama in his NBA debut to record two blocks. Couple that with Luka Doncic to drop 25 points on whoever's guarding him on the Spurs. Uh, probably Sochan, unfortunately, for them. And you get both those things to happen plus 200. I put down $10 on that one. Uh, that's how confident I usually don't bet more than five. Yeah, your unit, you, five you, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, uh, you're just like, hey, like, so it's been a little, like, you're not a, like a huge better. You just kind of, you're like, hey, I, I'm like, you, if you really <laughs> like it, you'll throw it down. I'm an odd searcher. Like it, I'm an odd searcher. Yeah, you are. I'm an odd searcher and I'm a yep. Simmons guy. So when I saw this, I was like, you know what? Yeah. So, uh, here's one for you, Caleb. Okay. NHL future. <laughs> all right. All NHL right. future. NHL future. Edmonton Oilers ten to one to win the Stanley Cup. In. In on the Oilers team. I am think in. They can now do the it? drawback is I do think they can do it. Drawback, they might have the best player in the game. Drawback is yeah. haven't had a Canadian team win the cup, I don't think, since the 90s. They're so Which due. is crazy. They're so due. Crazy to say. Yeah. But I think I'm right on that. Um, I think the Canadians won the cup in like 1993. I think that was the last Canadian NHL team to win the Stanley Cup. Unless I'm just totally blanking on something that happened recently. I don't think I am, though. I no, so. I mean, I don't think you are. I mean, they, they haven't done. They haven't well, Colorado's done. Colorado's the favorite. Colorado's yeah. the favorite. You can also get Toronto at 10 to 1. I would just stay away from Toronto, though, just because they seem to be cursed. Like, they just seem to be a cursed franchise. They haven't won it's in a long hard, time. Man. They're good, though, man. They're good. It's very good. good. They're very, very good. Very good. Very very good. good. Yeah. I mean, I but, I would wait, maybe wait a little later. See if the odds might drop, but not at ten. To I'd one. wait a little later too. I'd yeah. wait a little later too. But yeah. Um, also, my last one I want to throw out: yeah, NFL. You got uh, Rams. Last time I checked the money line, it was plus two twenty five to beat the Cowboys this week. Wow, you are that out on the Cowboys. You are that out on the Cowboys. I'm not out on the Cowboys. I just think I just think the Rams Rams are due. I think the Rams are due for a big win. That's all. On the road. On the road against McCarthy after a bye. I think so, man. I think so. I think so. Fair enough. enough. Interesting. You know, Cowboys banged up secondary. There's a team. Is there's a team in the NFC right now yeah. that I don't want to face with a banged up secondary? Probably the Rams. I can get behind that. Um, games I like in the NFL. Uh, I'm laying at three and a half with Seattle. I'm laying at three and a half with Seattle. Seattle's legit against the Browns. I'm taking that. I'm running with it. Uh, Falcons minus two and a half. I don't care. My team public. I don't care. Tennessee's tanking. I just don't trust them right now at all. 
I just don't, I don't trust them no, at no. all. Uh, get me out of the Tennessee Titan market. Uh, I'm going to take the, the Texans off the bye. I'm going to take the Texans off the bye, minus three against this Panthers team. I know the Panthers are probably due for some sort of win, but I just, the Texans is different. The Texans team's different. They just are. They're a different team than what they've been in the past. So I'm going to put that in. And to prove that I think the Steelers are real, give me that plus two and a half. Give me that plus two and a half in Pittsburgh. Give me like that plus two and a half in Pittsburgh. Um, NBA, we've gone over so much with Alex when you were gone. I'm not going to get into that too much. Uh, but should be an interesting little week of uh, of action with it starting up. Uh, we got into some over-unders. So you can listen to all those pods that we have done. Alex and I did a segment on those. Uh, we d- we did a lot. We did a lot on those. I think he he's hoping to potentially do a monologue. Uh, those that listened in, nice. you'll hear that monologue. Nice. Uh, so should be should be a good one. Uh, and uh, excited about the, the the future of our betting, Zach. The future of our profiting. Yes, I am too. Very much so. And once again, thank you for listening to the Back Shoulder Bait. 